Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people, all kinds of people, all kinds of people in the world. Now, on the Talk of Muncie, WMUN, all kinds of people, hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz. Getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana, in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Hey, 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 everybody. Good morning. Happy week your way. WMUN, the talk of Muncie. And I am absolutely delighted to switch roles for this guest today because I put him on the other side of the mic. Chirp, chirp, the voice of Ball State Cardinals sports, Mick Tedrow. Mick, thanks for flipping sides and getting on the other side of the mic. It's my pleasure, Dr. Joe. Thanks for having me on. This is a really cool opportunity. You've been somebody who has been talked about within Ball State Academia for so long, and I've heard so many good things, having the opportunity to meet you a couple of times over the years and now being able to sit down with you, Dr. Joe. This is a pleasure. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. That sort of suggests that I'm old. Thank you, but we'll go Not at that. all. <laughs> Not, Not at all. It doesn't <laughs> suggest that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So I want to take you back a little bit. I'm trying to get a handle of growing up in Petersboro, Utah, with a population of less than 400 people. And so... Kind of share a little bit of those memories a bit. Yeah, it's an unincorporated town, so it's not really on a map, I don't think. And if you Google it, it comes up as Peter, so not even the full <laughs> Petersboro will, will show up. Wow, so I can never find it very easily. Probably not. Uh, Menden, Utah is right next door, and that has a post office. So that's where the technical address could be located at. But uh, Petersboro is a very small-knit community and. Um, we don't have any stop signs. There's no grocery stores. There's no gas stations. There's nothing. It is an unincorporated town to a degree. So you got to drive about 15, 20 minutes into town to get to anything that you need. But I think the memories that I have growing up there centered around outdoors. Whatever we wanted to do in the summertime, our parents were like, just, just stay out of trouble as much as you can. And, yeah, get outside. Uh, right. We lived in the middle of nowhere. We didn't have neighbors within a mile of us. So there was really no way we could get into much trouble except for the forest and the woods behind us. Um, and I think our dogs probably got into more trouble than we did growing up uh, <laughs> because we were always nervous of falling into a well or um, anything like that. So growing up there was was exciting because we had the reins to do whatever we wanted to. Um, parents own a little bit of a land outside of our house. So we could drive the four-wheeler around, uh, ride on the combines with the farmers who own the land so a very outdoors experience but and thus your love of outdoors a lot yes that, that's where it centers from and having the opportunity to grow up there was awesome because we we had to bus for me it was an hour-long bus ride to elementary school and an hour-long bus ride to high school before I could drive so when we had the chance to be off the bus or out of school we knew where we wanted to go <laughs> <laughs> that was climb the 9,000 foot mountain that's a mile away Two hours a day on the bus. Yes. Yeah. And then at Mountain Crest High, you got into baseball mm -hmm. pretty heavily? Yeah. So I was able to, to play the varsity level 
uh, during high school, and that was my, my uh, one love outside of being outdoors and, and family was baseball, and that's one thing I could always lean on and enjoy. So played that as, as long as I can remember before I came to college. And the dream was to be Mr. Derek Jeter at shortstop, making all those great plays, backhanded, throw across <laughs> to first base. Yeah. And then brother Luke comes along and maybe talks a little bit on a trip to Yellowstone about doing something else. Yes. So going into my senior year, I hadn't played varsity baseball yet, and that was what everybody needed to do to get into college, right? Play when you're a sophomore, junior. Um, played my senior year, but this trip happened before I played, and uh, my brother Luke came out from Richmond, Indiana, and um, joined my mom, dad, other siblings, and we, we all went to Yellowstone. And he just randomly asked us, we're sitting by the campfire making s'mores, what do you want to do with your life? I said, man, I, like you just said, Dr. Joe, I wanted to be the next shortstop of the Yankees. And He's like, okay, well, I'll come back down to earth. What is the actual goal? What's the dream? I said, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't have an idea of what I could be good at because I played baseball and that was kind of my path for so long. Maybe I'll go JUCO, maybe D2, find something and just figure it out from there. He's like, what about sports broadcast? And I said, I think that sounds like a really good time. I'd never entertained it. I'd always been somebody who did their make-believe games in the backyard and had my lineup sheets and talked out loud while calling the baseball games. So you games really did some of that back in the day. I, I did, but I was never somebody who was like, this is what I'm going to do. It was fun to do all that, and I enjoyed it, but I was never inclined to say that's where my career path is going to go until okay. Luke said something, and he said, I know somebody who knows somebody that knows Chris Taylor at Ball State in the SportsLink program, and you're repping in SportsLink today with that shirt, love it, chirp, shirt. Good old Chris Taylor. And he said, I could try to get you set up with a – with the person who leads the production and broadcast program at Ball State. I said, why not? Let, let's just go on a visit. So October of senior year, a couple months after that trip, my mom and I fly out. We visit Chris Taylor. We visit Tim Pollard, a couple of other people. And I was just blown away. Walked around the green rooms. SportsLink, the size of it now is about double the size yeah. of when I was in school, which was about quadruple the size of when it first started. And to see the growth and to hear about everything that had happened was, was tremendous. And I was sold as soon as, as CT and Tim Pollard first started. Their first couple sentences to sell what SportsLink and Ball State were, that's kind of where the journey began. And for me, I knew that I had to do this. Like there was a pit in my stomach that kind of just formed and said, this is your purpose. This is the purpose. Of don't know I'm why. Yeah, don't know why. Had no inclination before, but this is where I'm supposed to go. And... I'm a very gut-feeling, purpose-driven person. Okay. And so when that happened, I was like, Mom, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I need to come here. <laughs> it was interesting to me that there was a connection of a brother who was in Indiana yes, as opposed to some other siblings that maybe didn't have that connection. Right. My brother, he, he's my half-brother, but full, full sibling in every regard of the way. Yeah. Um, my dad grew up in Richmond, Indiana. And then he and my mom... I'll get on a tangent here. He and my mom met in Alabama when my dad was in the Army. Okay. Mom was okay. in school, and then they moved to Utah. Utah. And then that's how my brother Luke stayed in Indiana. Okay, so they have Indiana roots yes. as it goes through. Yes. We're talking with Mick Tedrow, everybody, the voice of the Cardinals. And, Mick, I try to get a handle. You, you graduated from Ball State. You stayed and got your master's degree at Ball State. I try to get a handle on the lifestyle of doing play-by-play, -play, jumping from – 
this company to that company, with Learfield to here, to the Wisconsin Rapid Rafters, to the NCAA Social. How do you keep track of all that? Um, how do you keep track of the teams <laughs> and the players? <laughs> Great question, Dr. Joe. The easiest way for me to answer that is it's like cramming for a test as a student and forgetting the information as soon as the game is over. Not to say that I did that for school, but... <laughs> we won't go there. Thank we won't you. go this, there. This is not, um, <laughs> the GPA is in. We're done right, with all that. <laughs> exactly. Um, but... To remember everybody's name, I have to kind of have an info bracket in my brain where I memorize names, numbers, everything as much as possible. And then the second that that game is over, I flush all of that out and then start again with the next teams. And unless it's the team that I'm covering consistently. So for Ball State, it's it's pretty pretty cut and dry. I, I remember all of Ball State's information, but... If it's Kent State this week and then it's but Ohio even, this week. even with Ball State, you're talking about a lot of different teams yes. and a lot of different players. Right, and that's the hard part to remember. What characters are similar on a week-to-week basis and how can I remember those names? Those ones stick. The 100-plus football players on the team, out of those, probably 50 of them every week I, I remember. I know who those 50 okay. players okay. are that too deep. Um, but for in the baseball season – in Missoula, for instance, when there's 10 teams and there's a 80-game schedule, I maybe remember one or two players from a team in a series and have to go back and look later. Yeah, check them all out <laughs> later. We're talking with Mick Tedra, everybody, the voice of Cardinals Chirp Chirp. And when we come back, a little bit more, um, not only about his career path, but some of the highlights that he's been able to cover and where he hopes it's all going to lead to down the road. So stay with us, everybody, to all kinds of people on WMUN, the talk of Muncie. WMUN's All Kinds of People with Dr. Joe. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to All Kinds of People, WMUN, the talk of Muncie. And with me, this program is Mick Tidrow, the voice of Ball State Cardinals sports. So, Mick, I'm curious, leaning toward radio, TV, play-by-play, where's your preference? All three. All three, yes. Oh, we have to throw in digital, too. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. It sounds like a diplomatic answer, but for the experiences that I've had, I love both. They're such different mediums. With radio, you get to tell the descriptions. You get to paint the picture. You get to be the reason the audience is so captivated. And for TV, you're heightening and providing a caption to the picture. And I think there's an element to both that just makes me excited on a game-to-game basis. And is it more challenging to try to make sure the picture you're depicting is really an accurate picture as opposed to creating one on radio that I as a listener have no idea if you're creating the right image or not? Right, and I think that the answer to that has changed over time because most audiences will watch the game and listen to the the home radio or the radio of their choice Uh and and mute TV. There's that simulcast effect to it. So I think there's 
more important than ever. There are some people who purely listen to radio still, of course. Um, but I think there's an element to it that the accuracy is is super important because your credibility is is on the line every moment of, of a game if you're not as accurate as you can be. Yeah. So I think there's the, the element of challenge there. Um, and everybody knows every bit of information now. You can go and find it. So <laughs> with, with information in regard to players and everything, the accuracy is, is super important. I always go by the C method, storytell, entertain, and engage. If I'm doing those three things and doing it accurately, I'm in a pretty good spot. And radio for that, I feel, is the perfect medium. Storytell, engage, and entertain. Entertain, anyway, entertain engage. I like that. Um, and part of that has to be telling the stories about players mm. as well as the team and the actual game going on. Absolutely. So you got to spend some time away from the booth getting to know some of these players. Yes. Or getting a sense of the players. Right. And that, that's research, whether it's online or talking to players and coaches. And I, and I enjoy that part, the, the deep research, the dive of learning more about who any player is. Mark has Cooper for football. He's transferred from Kent State. Well, what? kind of information can I find from him that I didn't have from last year when Ball State played against Kent State because we all knew who Marquez Cooper is but now he's a part of Ball State there has to be a little bit more of a dive than just the general first team all Mac this that and the other so I enjoy all that yeah well, uh, it's very noticeable for those of us who listen to you on the air is there a favorite sport or two I mean if you could pass the mic to a, a good additional announcer and say, you know what, you do those games. <laughs> and I'm not suggesting you point fingers at a sport you don't like because you do them all, but do you lean one way or the other? I think I've grown an affinity for all because they're all so unique. They're all so different. Football has a completely different feeling to it than any other sport. But so does field hockey. So does soccer softball and volleyball completely different sports but the pace is so rapid in those two sports and i really enjoy those sports because it gives a chance to to tell stories in different ways my first ever tv game was field hockey when i was a sophomore in college very different from a lot of people's experience but that helped me at a very young age in a very fresh career path understand that these sports that maybe not everybody's talking about are just as important as the ones that everybody is talking about. I also like the fact that you just mentioned the speed of some of the sports because, I mean, football does have timeouts. Mm. <laughs> um, they have to rehuddle. They have, on the other hand, field hockey and soccer. And <laughs> yeah, uh, there are no timeouts. <laughs> well, per se. So all of a sudden, you got to just keep everybody engaged mm. without just babbling along with some information and stuff on what's going on. Right. And sometimes that means silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let it breathe for a moment, which is something I could still work on. Let them play, thank yes. you, as you say. <laughs> um, what do you think have been a highlight or two as you've made your way through both with Learfield and BEK Sports Network, um, the Summer Indoor Football League? I was quite mm. fascinated by that. Um, over Oof. at Missoula? Um, You've really made some interesting moves, and now back, back home, so to speak, to Ball State. But yes, oh, that's a tough question. I know, um, I'm sure it is, and I didn't mean to throw it at you. Randomly, no, that's that's okay. Uh, I think one that immediately jumps off the page as 
a top three moment, no matter when this question is asked in my career. This could probably be in 50 years. Taylor Persons game winner for Ball State basketball at number eight Notre Dame, the Purcell Pavilion. I was doing that game as a, as a senior on the student radio station, and that moment for me will forever be ingrained into my brain. <laughs> and What was it about that moment, Mick, that did it? It was, and athletes talk about this, it was one of those moments I remember everything but don't remember it at the same time. And as soon as he's dribbling up the court, Taylor Persons said that feeling it's going to go in. Whatever shot he takes is going to go in. And he hits the shot, and I, I didn't remember in the moment what was happening. But as soon as I went back and listened, for some reason I remembered. And that moment will stick out to me forever. That's, that's easily a highlight for me. Um, I think overall, just my time in Wisconsin Rapids, that was the foundation for me to know that this was the career path for me. The summer that I spent in Kitsap the year before, I enjoyed it, loved it, all that. But Wisconsin was kind of the year that this is, this is going to happen. It for brought me. it all together. Yes, yep. because I went through the ups and the downs of a 72-game schedule in 76 days. And I really learned about the field. I learned about who I was. And that, for me, is, is a whole summer captured um, was a highlight for me. And the, at the end of the year there, there was a playoff game, tie ball game, extra innings. I'll remember this forever, too. We, we get ready to go to the bottom of, of the extra inning, and I turned to some people in the booth, and I say, Ryan Steckel's going to hit a walk-off home run. He hits a walk-off home boom, run. Boom, Those are just moments you remember. And the persons, the Steckles, those, those moments for me are always going to stick out. And a not-so-great experience um, at BEK in North Dakota, I'll remember this forever because – the weather is so unpredictable out yes, there. Yes, I. And the first game of of year two out there, me, Noah Reed, Patrick Conte were out setting everything up before a game, and here comes a monsoon, and we had a, um, what's it called that you put over a canopy? There we go. Uh, we had a canopy set up over the equipment, and the monsoon just takes the canopy with it. We're holding it down. It's crazy. We set up. Well, I'll spare the details, but that moment will forever live with me too because of the trauma, and yeah, the, the, trauma the experience of trying to be outdoors and do that. But I think that also speaks to the testament of how um, how hardworking the folks at BEK are to try and do games no matter what. Yeah. And we, we put the game on the air right before kickoff. We got on, so it kept out. everything dry. Thank yeah. you, <laughs> Mick Tidros, our guest, everybody, the voice of Ball State Cardinals, and um, given the schedule um, and knowing that you like outdoors and kind of hanging out back in <laughs> times like Utah. Wife Gabby, and you get a chance to get away? Do you always have sports on your mind? <laughs> no, not always. Uh, we're going to Michigan this weekend. That'll be a good trip. Just her and I uh, leaving Enzo with Grandma. Enzo the puppy with Grandma. Enzo so. the puppy. That's, Enzo. The other, that's the other side. <laughs> yes. Um, he's going to get some time with Grandma. So Gabby and I are going to get away a little bit. We have a, a trip planned later for August as well, right before the football season. Right before up. it all starts. Right. So we'll have a, a chance to do that. Um, but speaking of Yellowstone, it's funny. We, we talked about that earlier. Uh, my dad and my grandpa and my little nephew are all going to go to Yellowstone this summer as well. Oh. And we're going to have four generations of, of Tidros go to Yellowstone, which for me, I, I get chills when I think about it because I don't know how many times that 
could ever happen. No, but when you get some photographs of that, those are memories you put in the book, and that's very, very special, yes. to say the least. I mean, I tried to get my hands around the concept of having to do the broadcast schedule once it kicks <laughs> off in the fall. Um, and you'll be busy, let's just put it that way. Yes, busy in the best of ways. And um, talk about my wife, Gabby. She's the rock star. She's the, the foundation of, of what this is. And yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it without her. Yeah. So I'm um, always... I uh, always appreciate what she does for You've us. You've mentioned that, and it's good to have that kind of support. Yes. We've been with Meg Tedra, everybody, the voice of the Ball State Cardinals, and whatever the sport is, Meg's going to be at that mic, um, making it all happen. I appreciate all of you for tuning in to all kinds of people. WMUN, the talk of Muncie 92.5. Hope you'll join us next week. Have a good week, everybody. Dr. Joe saying, listen to all kinds of people all the time. <laughs>